Welcome to the To Faithful Men podcast. This project started in 2006 to preserve old sermon and study tapes of Wiley Flanagan, Hassel Wallace, and Mike Strevel. 2 Timothy 2.2 says, And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. Uh, verse 24, And the ten horns out of this kingdom are ten kings that shall arise. And another shall arise after them. And he shall be diverse from the first. And he, this, this leaden thorn, this uh, last horn, shall subdue three kings. It's not one of the ten kings now, see. The uh, he, in verse 24, is the other that shall rise. That's that little horn. And, now that's the that's the first uh, that's the first ruler. That's the first beast of Revelation 13. That's the Antichrist. He's the Antichrist. Uh, you can call him Antichrist. You can call him whatever. He's the Political, uh, civil, economic, commerce. He's head of all government. He's head of all business. He's head of all the economy. But, and, and in addition to that, he's satanically inspired. He's satanically captivated. He's, he's a tool of Satan. Jim Jones would be a little picture of him, wouldn't he? Yes. Uh, and, uh, that's what I was, and so on. All right, now, this second. Now, in Revelation, we're going to find out there's another beast. Uh, there's another person that's going to play an important part. Uh, but Daniel doesn't mention him. Now, notice, this little horn, this Antichrist, this is the same man, uh, Paul, second chapter, second, uh, second Thessalonians, chapter two, seven, eight, nine. And he shall speak, he shall subdue three kings, he shall speak great words against the Most High, shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws. And they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and the dividing of time. But the judgment shall sit, and they that and they shall take away his dominion to consume and to destroy it unto the end. And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Now, in uh, in these uh, verses, you have a picture and five statements as to what the Antichrist will do, what this little horn will do. All right, if you turn to thirteenth uh, chapter of Revelation, and let's look at those. Uh, let, let, let's first compare. Let's uh, uh, by. By noting the the first verse, thirteen wood, 
and I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea having seven heads and ten horns and upon his horns ten crowns and upon his heads the name of blasphemy and the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard and his feet were as the feet of a bear and his mouth as the mouth of a lion and the dragon gave him his power and his seat or throne and great authority. Now, you have three beasts referred to there. Uh, you have the uh, and you have them in reverse order in which they occur in the seventh chapter of Daniel. Daniel is seeing something before it takes place, before history, before it becomes history. He's seeing the lion, the bear, and the leopard. John, John sees uh, the leopard, the bear, and the lion. What's he doing? He's looking back. Daniel's looking forward before history takes place. After this has become history, John, in his vision here, is looking back at it as history as having already taken place. And he describes this beast that comes up out of the sea. See, these other beasts came up out of the sea, didn't they? All right, now this beast is coming up out of the sea, and uh, it's likened to a, a leopard, to a bear, and to a lion. And now you, you're going to, uh, and uh, it says, I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast. And they worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things, and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God, to blaspheme his name, and his tabernacle, and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints, and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Alright? Now look, uh, in, uh, in Daniel 7.20, uh, you will, uh, you'll find, uh, a statement that says that a mouth and a mouth was given him speaking great things and blasphemies. Now in verse 5 of Revelation 13, uh, it, that's how that states it. Now in verse, uh, in verse 20, uh, 25, uh, he shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High. Alright? In, uh, <coughs> In uh, the sixth verse of Revelation, 
13, it says, And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name. See? All right, verse 7, And he made war with the saints and overcome them. In uh, in Daniel, he makes war, shall wear out the saints. Don't you see? He, he, he's making war with them. Right. And uh, in verse uh, 25 of Daniel 7, uh, he reigns for a time and times and dividing of time. All right, in uh, Revelation 13, uh, verse 5, And power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. Now, if times, if the correct interpretation of the statement in, in Daniel, saying time means a year, times means two, and a half a time means half a period, and if that period, if a time is a year, and if times is two years, that's three years, and a half a time is a half a year, that's three and a half years. Alright? Forty-two months is three and a half years. What Daniel says about this man, about this little horn, for three and a half, for time, times and a half, or three and a half, they, they're equivalent. It's the same thing. Three and a half years, forty-two months. That's how long now. All right. Uh, but uh, now that that is what is known uh, as the last half of the tribulation. The uh, the tribulation is uh, referred to in the Bible. And what uh, people believe about the tribulation uh, is the, is a period of time just before the coming of Christ, which is going to be exceedingly terrible, sinful, and wicked. And the powers of this, uh, of the government, the government, the governmental powers will be satanically controlled. Uh, and they'll invade the affairs of religion. Religion will invade the affairs of government trying to survive. But in the 24th, uh, in the 24th chapter of Matthew, you have the beginning of the tribulation. And the Bible tells us, uh, when the tribulation period will begin. And, uh, And we'll, we'll notice more about it when we get over into Daniel. But now look at the 15th verse of the 24th chapter of Matthew. When, whenever this period is now, when, therefore, uh, shall see the abomination, when ye, therefore, shall see the abomination of desolation, Spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, whoso readeth, let him understand. Then let him which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down, take things out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. 
But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then, now notice, for then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Now, whatever the abomination of desolation is, Jesus said, When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation. Then look at verse 21. For then, when you do it, then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. Now, there are those that teach that the tribulation's already over, that it was fulfilled in the destruction of Jerusalem, in Titus' siege, and how they starved them out, and how people ate one another, and, and uh, all, all, all of that, see. And they tell us that that was a tribulation. Alright? Uh, but now, uh, I, I do not understand that to be the fulfillment of this passage. For notice, then, at, during the tribulation now, now this is why I'm a, uh, one reason why I'm a post-tribber. Look at this. Then, if any man uh, shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets. When? Then. During the tribulation, see? After they have seen the abomination of desolation, then shall be great tribulation. So it will be during the tribulation period that false Christ shall, uh, people will say, Oh, Christ has come. Here he is. Go out in the, uh, uh, but he says, Don't you go out in the, in the wilderness to see you. Don't go out and say he's somewhere hid. See? Uh, and they shall show great signs and wonders insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. But I have told you before. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chamber, believe it not. For as lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Now, he's talking about a coming during the tribulation. While the tribulation is going on, see? And that's why uh, uh, whatever uh, uh, many of the other details uh, might be here, you have a picture of Christ uh, telling his disciples that when you see something, and it's abomination spoken of by Daniel the prophet, Daniel talked about it. He forewarned about it. Well, we'll get to where he what he says about it later. But he said, now, when you see that, then, see, that's the time that it begins, then shall be great tribulation. And... Uh, the uh, the uh, what Daniel says here in uh, chapter seven and in Revel and what John says in Revelation thirteen is speaking about 
uh, a king, a ruler, that has power to call all people, nations, and tongues to worship him. And they make an image. And uh, this uh, image is made to this first, uh, to this beast that comes up out of the sea. That speaks in blasphemous words. And they are commanded to worship him. And the ones that don't worship him are slain. And all who don't worship. Uh, that uh, He says he causes them to... Uh, that dwell therein to worship the first beast. And then he says, He deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by sword and did live. And Daniel tells us that this horn plucked up three horns, see, three kings. See? Alright. Uh, Revelation says, uh, uh, John tells us that, uh, this beast, uh, they had ten horns upon his, uh, and ten cried upon his head, and the name of, Bla- and I, and the beast which I saw was like a leopard and the lion, and, and, uh, the dragon gave him his power. He got his power to rule from Satan. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death. And his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast. Now all the world, the civilized world, is wondering after the... Now he's... That's the Antichrist. He's your civil leader. He's your politician. He's in charge of the governments uh, of this world. And... uh, uh he, he struts, just like Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar threw out the challenge. Now, let's see what God shall deliver you when I put you in that furnace. See? All right, here he says, Who is like to the beast, and who is to make, able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And he reigned. Power authority was given to him for 42 months. Now, the last half of the tribulation, they tell us, uh, of course, this, uh, by getting it into three and a half years, breaking it down to that, comes from uh, Daniel, the ninth chapter, about the 70 weeks. And we'll get into those prophets later. But I wanted to uh, introduce uh, these facts here so that when we come to the ninth chapter, and the ninth chapter, verses 24 through uh, 27, uh, are the key to the interpretation of whether or not uh, the these kings have already lived or whether they're still future. But it stands to logic. If you're just going to reason about it, of course you don't interpret the Bible by reason, you're just by logic or what seems logical or what seems right or what seems to you would be the, the meaning, unless you've got scripture for it. Uh, but it seems that if, uh, if, uh, this condition is, is, uh, uh, existent upon the earth, that is, 
king of the kingdoms, uh, uh, a king ruling and a reigning that has power to make all the world worship him, that he can, you can't buy or sell unless you've got a mark of his number or his name in your par, hand or part. Well, now, if that's, uh, if that's in this history, if that's in this age, if Jesus is still in heaven and never has come back to the earth, and that takes place before he comes, and then Matthew 24 says, immediately after the tribulation of those days, see, shall you see the sign of the coming of the sign of the Son of Man, coming in power and great glory. Now, uh, it would indicate that there is no rapture, that he hadn't come seven years previously and taken away his people out of the earth. If there's a people that's, uh, that's still, he said, now when you see it, see, and you pray that it's not in summer, uh, I mean in winter, or on the Sabbath day. So he's talking about pray, to praying people anyway, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. He says here now, immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be dark, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heaven shall be shaken, and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Now, to me, that's the only coming of Christ back to this earth, immediately after the tribulation of those days. What's he going to do when he comes? He's going to send his angels to the four corners of the earth, it says, and he's going to gather together his elect. All right, now it's the saints, the elect, that are going to possess the kingdom. See? So what uh, the uh, Bible study is... Involves a lot of work and a lot of patience and a lot of prayer. And uh, you have to take every statement that's made and then uh, put it put it together like just like you're putting a, a puzzle together. They've got to fit. You put it somewhere, whatever it does, wherever it places you, whatever position you got going to be. If it makes you an amillennialist, be an amillennialist. If it's a postmillennialist, be a postmillennialist. If it's a, it makes you a premillennialist, take it. But you've got to deal fairly and squarely and honestly with every scripture that has to do with the tribulation, that has to do with the coming of Christ, that has to do with the kings, the ten kings, the ten horns, and the little horn, and then this other horn, this other the uh, beast that comes up, which is which is here and after, after verse thirteen, chapter thirteen, he's called the false prophet. 
so you've got two men. Alright, now, uh, Revelation 19, the judgment, when Christ returns, the first thing that's taken up in judgment is the two beasts. These, these two beasts. He, uh, uh, and he, uh, they are cast into the lake of fire at his coming. Alright, that's judgmental. That's part that's going to be involved that Daniel saw. Judgment was, was said. Alright, they were taken. After the millennium, the Bible says that, uh, after the thousand years, Whatever that period is, if it's a thousand seconds, it's after that period of time, the Lord takes Satan and casts him into the lake of fire where the beast and the false prophet are. They had been there for a thousand years. At this moment in time, in history, they neither are in the lake of fire. Nobody's in the lake of fire today. Not one. It will be after the resurrection. See? Then, uh, so... Uh, In that 19th chapter and 20th chapter of Revelation deals, uh, of course, with what we're speaking about, about this rain. If this rain that the, uh, the, uh, the Son of Man received the power to rain, it's an everlasting kingdom, it's a dominion that's uh, forever, it says. And, all right, uh, In this chapter, he says, I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image. Now, that's the beast in chapter 13, you see. And this other, uh, this false prophet made an image. And God gave this false prophet power to call fire down from heaven and to make this image speak. Well, brother, when when they put on demonstration like that after demonstration, and if it's flashed over television screens everywhere, why, don't you know, well, woo, he's something, man. Well, they'll put over over Robertson and Shambach and all these boys and... Uh, uh, and Reverend Ike, he'll put all them boys out of bed. That's the reason why it says the whole world will worship. Now, oh, they say people won't do that. Alright? Uh, you, how can you, by reason, take a man that's able to practice medicine, that knows the science of medicine? How do you, uh, justify, or how can you, uh, come to the conclusion that a man like that could believe a man like Jim Jones? And how can a man like that take poison and squirt it down 
force it down a little baby's throat. And doing it in religiously. Believing that he's doing God's service. Revelation says they shall deceive them that dwell on the earth. Deception. You never saw a man yet admitted he is deceived in something. You never saw a false prophet go around saying, Hey, look here, I'm a false prophet. See? Never. It's, it's deception. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share with a friend. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord.